Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. Today, we're going to dive into something that is super, super important and that I'm sure you, if you click on this episode, feel this way where you want to start eating more clean. You want to start eating more real food, healthier, and less processed foods, right? Less packaged foods. We all know that that's healthier. Like We all know we eat so much packaged food in our society. And the, you know, health benefits of eating real food are like pretty obvious, but it seems at least this is how I felt for so long. It just felt really daunting. I didn't know where to start. I would like look things up online, but it just felt like it was going to be so time consuming. Obviously it's so convenient to eat packaged food. It's so convenient to eat like frozen meals, especially if they're like a big one for me was like Amy's organic, like frozen, like meals. It's organic, right? Like these things are labeled in a way that makes us think that they're healthy. You know, um, granola bars, like protein bars, most of them are just chock full of sugar and often like seed oils, but they are labeled healthy. So we kind of, we kind of like bypass it in our minds. Right. And so, and we know that there's a healthier way to eat, but it just seems like too much. So I'm going to talk to you guys about the really, really, really simple method that I kind of created for how to eat cleaner and more real food. So, so, so simple. And it's like easier than my life was before. So um, like much easier, much less stressful around food. So we're going to dive into all of that today. Um, But before we dive in, I have to let you guys know Heal Breathwork Academy is open for enrollment. This next round starts up the first week of February. And this is just, this is my baby because, you know, when I started this entire business four years ago, meditation was kind of like the, my big thing. And I taught meditation classes and it was like so powerful for me, like life changing for myself. And then I found breath work and I was like, wow, this actually is what people need because so many people were coming to me saying, I can't meditate, but anyone can do breath work because it gives you something to do. I could go on and on about breath work, but this is besides the point. Anyways, this is my academy where for five weeks, you learn the science and psychology of breathwork, how it heals you, how to facilitate sessions, um, how to market yourself as a breathwork facilitator and and what kind of things you can do with that. And um, yeah, like promoting that and becoming certified as a breathwork facilitator. So if this is something you've been wanting to build into your business, maybe you're a coach and you want a tool that you can use with your clients, maybe you want something you can sell as a one-off product. Um, I, 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 I do breath work at my retreats. I've done breath work at other people's retreats and yoga studios, online, private sessions. One of my favorite things to do with breath work is my breathe and flow workshop, which is intuitive dance, breath work, and journaling. I have one of those coming up online, which I'll link in the show notes. Um, this month's theme is expanding intuition, but it's one of my favorite things that I do in my business. It's so calming to facilitate breath work. It's, it's incredible. And to see the transformations that people have. So anyways, if you want to learn more about that and are thinking of becoming a facilitator, the link will be in the show notes. And you can always message me on Instagram. I'm at it's Leah party. 
um, with questions that you have, and I cannot wait to see you guys in there. Okay, let's dive into the episode. So how I felt before, and like, let's say I started doing this, I don't know, it's only been six months at the most where I've been doing this. And actually it's been less than that. It's been building over time. But how I felt before was just like, I felt like cooking was like a pain in the ass. I felt like it was a lot. I felt like I didn't want to fucking do it. And, um, but at the same time, I didn't want to eat takeout because it's not healthy. I, you know, I, I understood that the only way to really eat like real food is cooking. Now there are some plate, like some meal delivery services that perhaps provide like clean, real food. Um, but I tested a bunch of those and with my gluten intolerance, um, it just like really was hard to find one that worked well for us. And a lot of them weren't filling enough for my husband. So it was like really overpriced to then be hungry afterwards. So I always came back to, okay, cooking food is what I need to do, but it felt so hard. What I would do is like, I'd buy some food at the store and like, and have maybe a loose idea of what kind of meals I'd make, but then I'd like, okay, I'm going to make this. But then I'd like pull up Pinterest, look for recipes, pull up recipes. Oh, I don't have those ingredients. Pull up another recipe. I don't have those ingredients. Pull up another. It was just, I never had the right ingredients. It always felt stressful. And I would often resort to eating frozen dinners or getting takeout or things like that. So yeah, um, eventually I came up with this idea to, so I run my whole um, business and life on Google Calendar, like Gmail Calendar, obsessed. So I have like my tasks every day of the week, Monday through Thursday for my business things that I'm doing. And so I made a task on my calendar right there on Thursday for ordering and like ordering groceries because I order my groceries as well as planning my meals for the next week. So all I do is every Thursday, I sit down with my grocery list, which is like, it's on my fridge and we write things that we run out of, right? So I have that. And I order my groceries from Walmart because they deliver to me and they're like right down the street and it's really cheap. Um, And I'm like a pro Walmart person, only like in terms of their food quality, because um, when I was in grad school, there was a girl that I took classes with who worked for Giant Eagle, which is like our big... um, our big grocery store here in this region. And she, she would like fly to Hawaii because she was like in the purchasing department for like seafood. Like she, she knew the ins and outs of like where they were getting their food from. And she literally told us that like the food was the same as what Walmart purchased. The packaging was just different. So ever since then I've been like, well shit, then I'm shopping at Walmart because it's half the price. Anyways, it's also the only place that delivers to me. So here we go. Um, but maybe you live somewhere where you can't get delivery. I like, I think it's worth it. I think I pay $10 a month and then I pay a tip to the driver. Um, it's super worth it because you're not in the store tempted to like buy different things, right? You're a lot less tempted for that. At least with the Walmart grocery app, the, the best, like the things you most commonly buy are listed first. Like it really doesn't seem like they're trying to like get you to spend extra money on there. It can save all of your favorites. and it's really easy to sit down with a list of what you need and your phone and just order the things, type them in, look at them and order them versus going to the store. It's just way, way less time consuming. So I sit down with my list and then I also say, okay, what meals do I want to make next week? And I, you know, either go on Pinterest or look at my recipe book, which I'll explain, but I pick my meals I'm going to cook. 
And I normally cook almost every single night. Maybe one night of the week we have plans with friends and we go out to eat. But most of the time it's every night dinner because I really, at this point, I really want to eat healthy food. And I found a way to do it easy. So I sit down and I say, okay, I'm going to make chili one night. I'm going to make... Um, I'm going to make a pot roast. I'm like really into the crock pot, you guys. This is part of how I make it easy, right? Pot roast in the crock pot, chili in the crock pot, curry in the crock pot. Um, And maybe I'll do a few that are not in the crock pot. And then I'll do like eggplant parmesan with hot sausage or whatever I'm making, salmon with vegetables on the side. And so I just order the ingredients that I need. And I make sure that I'm like finding the right recipe. By now, I kind of know what I need, but... At this point, then when I started doing it, I was like looking up recipes and make sure I had the right ingredients that I was ordering, right? To keep it really simple. So then the groceries come or you go grocery shopping and you just, you know what you're going to have every night. Super simple, super easy. You could do this with freezer meals. If you're like feeling like you don't have enough time to cook, make, spend an hour on Sunday, you know, and put some freezer meals together, put the the crock pot ingredients in a freezer bag, put it in the freezer. And then on the weekdays in the morning, take it out, dump it in your crock pot and you're good to go. So it is, you can do this in a really simple way. Another thing is snacks. Snacks are where it's always been challenging for me to avoid, um, like the granola bars and like the processed snacks, because if I don't have things on hand, I'm going to resort to whatever I have. So it was really helpful to me to also say, okay, what kind of snacks do I want to have on hand next week? Nuts, fruits, um, Greek yogurt. And what do I want to put on the Greek yogurt? I like to put like shaved almonds and unsweetened coconut flakes um, and maybe some like chia seeds to give it some crunch. So like I make sure I have those things on hand, right? Some berries to go in that. I love plantains, like cooked in butter as a snack. Um, Yeah, so just like you can also search on Pinterest, like real food snacks, and just make sure you order those every week and like have some of those on hand. It's not any harder than ordering processed packaged food snacks, right? It's just intention. It's intention and it's you deciding it's worth it. That's really all that it takes. You could order celery and peanut butter and have that as a snack just as easy as you could order like granola bars, right? Okay. So the next thing that I did, and this is when it started to get really, really, really simple. So I had an inkling for a while that I wanted to get like a recipe book, you know, like the old school, like your mom had like a recipe binder and all of her recipes were in there. So what I would notice with my, with me getting recipes online is, um, I love that I can always find new recipes. I think it's awesome. and It's really fun, but I would often substitute ingredients, like do things a little bit different and change things up. And then I wouldn't remember what I had substituted last time, right? I wouldn't remember those things. So I decided to get a recipe book, put my favorite recipes, write write them down in there. And then I can like write down tweaks as I go um, and always just remember what I need to do to make it the way I want it. And um, it made it so much simpler now because now when I sit down on Thursday and I'm like ordering groceries and I'm planning my week, I know I like already have my key recipes. Like I already know what things I'm going to make. I, they're, they're just already in there. I don't have to think, Oh, what do we like to eat? Cause I used to always like ask my husband, like, I have no idea what to cook for dinner. I have no idea what we should eat next week for dinner. Like I can't think of dinners, um, especially that are healthy. Like, how do I think of them? The binder makes it so simple. They're just all in there. And like once or twice a week, I'll usually try a new recipe. Like that's fun for me, but 
on the go too. It's like the simple recipes that are often crock pots that I throw together in the morning. Um, and yeah, super easy. So it's really not hard for me. This is easier than what I did before. Now, yeah, I'm spending a little more time cooking. That's true, but I'm spending a lot less time stressing and I'm feeling so much better not eating processed junk food. Like I just feel so much better. I have a lot more energy. I've also, so I'm, I'm not a nutrition expert. So I'm not going to dive into like what kind of meal is like, what kind of diet or meal plan is best. There's also so much compelling, so many compelling arguments like for vegan versus whatever versus this or that. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's up to you to, to um, not only research those, but also decide what research you're going to believe because there's so many different opinions out there. But I recently started eating higher protein. I mean, I wasn't eating very much protein before. So I'm eating high protein, low carb right now. And I feel really, really, really good. I have a lot more energy. I'm really noticing that carb heavy meals like pasta or rice dishes really weigh me down. And um, sometimes I get those, like if I'm out to lunch with friends, often I'll get like a sandwich or like a rice thing or whatever. And um, cause that's usually like a good option that they have it like eating out. Obviously it's gonna be harder to eat out and get exactly what you want for your diet. But I notice I'm, I'm like drained afterwards. So it's really, really interesting. And that's that seems to be really fulfilling for me. Um, so I'm eating like a lot of meat. I'm eating like full fat dairy. I'm eating um, a lot of like fat, like, you know, chicken thighs that have like the skin on them um, and vegetables. That's like the primary, my primary things that I'm eating. Um, and it's really different than what I was eating before, which was like a lot of rice, like a lot of rice. <laughs> so... I mean, when you're eating, when you're eating a lot of things like rice, especially if it's white rice, you know, um, a lot of the nutritional value has been taken out of it and it's just not very dense in nutrients and you're going to end up eating less protein and less vegetables because the, it's like taking up so much room. So yeah, that's kind of my, um, my two cents there as a non-nutrition expert, but no matter which way that you desire to eat you can make it simple. You have to decide like this gets to be easy. I can cook. It's easy. I can, I can prep freezer meals. I can have healthy snacks on hand. It's really about desire. It's about deciding your health is worth it. And here's the interesting thing. So I don't know if you guys have heard about this yet. There's a book titled, um, you are what your grandparents ate. And it's based on this, this whole um, new field of, of study and of research where they're really seeing that what we eat the way that we eat, especially during, you know, pregnancy and um, preconception, but in the years leading up to that too, um, that not only gets transferred into the DNA and the genes of our child, but also of their child. Like how crazy is that? So we're lucky because for most of us, if you're around my age, I'm 30. So like my grandparents, um, they both grew up in really different settings, you know, but they did a lot more cooking than people do now. Um, that was just the way that it was back then, right? People cooked. Now there, I mean, there, I'm sure there were people that were eating a lot of processed food and fast food, like totally. Um, but I think women were more likely to have like the traditional roles back then, which involved cooking. Right. And, and, um, yeah. So think about our generation. That's like terrifying. 
for the for like our grandchildren to be packaged processed sugar heavy food that's devoid of a lot of its nutritional value like no that's not cool um once you start researching like real food and versus processed food you can't unlearn it and so you start to have like more of a desire to to eat that way and that's really all that it takes is intention and desire and saying i this is worth it i'm worth it i'm going to take these steps and last thing I'll say is if you feel like you don't have enough time in your day for this and you're still feeling like I don't have time, here's one way to get some time back in your day. <laughs> in the link in my show notes, I may have a link for the cell phone lock box that I recently got from Amazon, okay? You can lock your cell phone in it and set a timer. So I do this now during the day so I can focus on my work and not be distracted by my phone. And you will get a lot of time back in your day and in your life if instead of being on your cell phone as much, you are locking it in a box. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, I love you guys. Go eat some real food and I will see you next week. <laughs>